The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. I will delete you! tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, the, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 178 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And I'm joined tonight, not by our SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonet, but by the WrestleCast Queen of Spades, none other than Miss Angelina. Hey, friends. How you doing? Good. Can't complain. Uh, glad that you could make it tonight. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're always welcome. And our other special guest tonight, none other than Darth Kudo himself. What's going on, Brandon? Not much, man. What up? Nothing much, man. Glad you could join me to talk some wrestling tonight. Of course, of course, let it show. <laughs> the WrestleCast is brought to you each and every week by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at www.cspn.us. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Plus, and um, iTunes. How did I forget iTunes? And if you do listen through iTunes, please uh, give us a rating and review. That always helps for people who are looking for a new show to listen to. So we'll get right into the news and Shane McMahon. He really is messed up, y'all. The hernia part is storyline, but the diverticulitis, that is hey. true. Yes, so. Dude got the bubble guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically an extreme basically. case of the bubble guts. Bruh, poor guy. So, uh, yeah, the the match may, you know, the card at the bottom always does say subject to change. So yeah. now if you, they were to replace him, what do you think would happen? Uh, handicap match, maybe you would think they They'd would put him in a handicap match. Partner. Yeah. I don't know about the partner. I don't know who the partner would be at this. Probably such Triple a H because he wants to be in everything. <laughs> but that's Vince just himself, my opinion. Right? Yeah. It, the, the logical or, would be Vince. Okay. Well, just because Kevin Owens did beat him up, but yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Yeah, but yeah, somehow, some way, Shane, they, they might be able to work a match where Shane doesn't can get his ass beat and wear like a flat jacket or something and protect his guts and, and just and make, a diaper, right? <laughs> and just make that hot tag to Daniel Bryan because that's what the people come to see. Yeah, that's true. But oh, yeah. I mean, I just feel like if they were to be a handicap match, it'd be kind of. I don't, well, I know I'd be on pins and needles the whole time because I'm just shook every time I see him in the ring now. But I don't know. Don't hurt Daniel Bryan. That's all. I, that's all I have to say. I don't think it's the it's other people. Cost. 
I don't think it's going to be the other people that's going to hurt Daniel Bryan. I'm afraid Daniel Bryan is going to hurt Daniel Bryan. You yeah, saw those drop wallin- kicks. Yeah, he was walling out. Yeah. I was like, what is he going on right now? I think everybody else will be like super protective with him. He's going to be the one that's like going to try to go extra hard for himself. And hopefully he doesn't he needs mess to, up. He needs he's going to chill. Make up, man. He's going to make up for lost time. He's definitely going to make up for lost time. Go extra crazy. All right. Everybody catching headbutts. <laughs> and oh, man. on our other little <laughs> bit of news before we get started in our reviews the Miz and Maurice they are officially parents as the it baby yes, has arrived the it baby has arrived and she arrived early good so, girl good yes. job kid so she's here before Wrestlemania right. the Miz doesn't have to worry about private planes and catching flights and cell phones and uh, that stuff and he's going to get at least a good you know you know 10 days or so to you know be with her and stuff so that's pretty cool yeah that is really cool i'm very happy for them all right you know i'm a big fan of the Miz. you guys know this already yes yes mm-hmm. yes hashtag yes, no. heal life hashtag heal life forever <laughs> exactly heal life for the next life yes <laughs> definitely on the show with charter members of hashtag heal life <laughs> gang gang <laughs> so we'll get into Monday Night Raw Paul Heyman and Brock they're on the scene Paul does his usual intro and we get footage of Brock beating up Roman from last week Brock, la- Brock. Damn, that was <laughs> yeah it was mm. Brock bouncing back and forth laughing at the footage he's very proud of himself Heyman says that Roman's suspension is over but he's not here tonight then he talks about Roman's heritage and that he was raised to be a Samoan badass, to fight, and to win. Unfortunately, they didn't raise him to be a man. Oh. Angelique, yeah, okay, that's about to say. That's hey. where you go, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> right? <laughs> the shade. We all the fight, fighting words. Fighting words. Oh, yeah. Heyman says Reigns is advertised, and he always talks about being here, but he's not. Heyman takes credit for lining up the fake U.S. Marshals last week, and he says... Of course, Roman could do the same to Brock, but Brock would be man enough to show up. But Reigns isn't man enough to take another beating tonight. Paul says on April 8th, he won't be man enough to take the title from Brock. Then Roman appears in the crowd, making his way to the ring. He grabs a chair, but Brock cuts him off and lays him out with a clothesline. Roman tries to fight back, posting Brock, and he lays in a couple of chair shots. But Brock cuts him off with an overhead belly to belly to the floor. Then Brock hits Roman with the steps and tosses Roman in the ring. Brock hits Roman with the steps again. Brock then lays in some business chair shots and the crowd starts to chant one more time. So, of course, (laughs) he does. Brock teases leaving, but he returns to hit the F5 on Roman on the steps. And then he gets on top of the steps, holds the belt over his head, looking like King Kong. With the direction of <laughs> the direction of Kevin Dunn standing Yo. over the fallen, beaten down Roman Reigns. Oh, Yo, can I get a um a quick hot take slash prediction? Uh-huh. I don't think Roman's gonna win at Mania, man. You don't not, think so? At least not without at least not without help in the form of Akam and Rizar. Yeah, mm. that's right. I've said it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he didn't threw his yeah. uh his 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 shenanigans in early. Oh yes. I'm not I'm not with it right now. <laughs> but as much as I hate Brock Lesnar, I'm actually pretty pumped for this. They've actually built really good heat for this match. So oh, yeah. I guess, you know, I'll be watching all fifty thousand hours of WrestleMania. Yeah. 
Uh, Isn't it exhausting already? I'm sorry, but I'm just oh, thinking no, about right. it now. Wait, that week, wait till is Monday. Be... Wait till Monday. They gonna start cranking it on Monday. Oh, WrestleMania pre-show starts. It's on Sunday at twelve. <laughs> Waking up with coffee to watch the pre-show. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually come home from church to turn the pre-show on. <laughs> What I really like yeah. about this is though is that they're trying to build a sympathy for Roman, yeah, and it's like halfway working, but it's like halfway not. Yeah, it's really weird. It's just like right. everyone's like, "All right, yeah," and there's like, "Boo!" Like, right? What? But if you, if you notice, he's not wearing the chest protector. He needs to stick with that. Yeah. Please and thank you. And then, okay. the, and then the next thing you know, for you know Angelina and all the glow, he stops wearing the shirt. Yes, do it. Come on, go ahead and cue that bomb chicka wow wow music right here. Yes, hello, ladies. He out, hello, ladies. <laughs> so, right. so, yeah, he if he, I mean, if they're gonna make him the you know, he's not gonna turn heel, he's gonna win the belt, he's gonna be the champion, then you know, go ahead and overhaul the look this time, like all the way. You know, if you're not going to get the shield back together, change up the music, just kind of, you know, give him a refresh. He's the yeah. only one that didn't get refreshed. Yeah. That's that's broke up, so. And I like heel Roman. Like, I really do. Like, when he's, like, talking shit, I'm like, yes. Yes. Me gusta. Yes. <laughs> Keep going. Our first match of the <laughs> evening, Nia Jax versus Mickey James. Hey. Poor Mickey Bay. James. Who didn't come out to her own music. You know what? I, I didn't. I didn't see Raw live, so I watched mm. it later that night, and then the next morning I went back and started the Rawcast thread through the beginning mm-hmm. to kind of see what y'all were saying. And it was like five tweets in a row that noticed that, like, oh my goodness! <laughs> I know. I'm like, yo, after all yeah, these years, really? Like, what is this? So poor old lady. I mean, that was just really sad. <laughs> so this is what we would call a hashtag Baywatch match. Yes. 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 So Mickey James hits a running kick for a two count. Nia Jax fights off the DDT and James heads up top. But Nia stops her and Gorilla presses Mickey into the Samoan drop for the win. Alexa Bliss looks to attack post-match, but Nia Jax cuts her off and chases her away. Nia gets so angry and calls her a little bitch and says that she's going to win the title at WrestleMania. She's going to demolish her. Oh my God. I really hope (laughs) she gave me Cardi B the way I want (laughs) <laughs> is listening to nothing but Bodak Yellow all the way to the WrestleMania. Yo, oh man, I just really want to see her like tear that little girl in half. I really do, that and I, I like Alexa. I think she's a great heel, but no, yeah, Nia deserves. Yeah, the time has come. Yes, yeah, it's been long enough. All right, and the people, oh, are, yes. the people are ready for it. So yeah. At least one of the people that they're ready for ready, to be the champion is going to be the champion at WrestleMania. So, oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a sit-down interview from Triple H and Stephanie. Oh God, they're praising the Ronda Rousey side. They're done without that, and they're blaming Kurt Angle for ruining the situation. <laughs> Triple H calls Kurt Angle an idiot. They make the rules and will show her who is the boss. Triple H says they didn't have everything handed to them, and then we see clips of Triple H and Stephanie training. Their trainer comments on their late night training sessions, and he praises them as great athletes. Stephanie says Rousey should be afraid of her because this is her world. Triple H says that he's been beating Angle up his whole career. This isn't the UFC, Olympics, or Judo. This is their world. Stephanie says Ronda will simply work for her. This is business. They will beat Rousey, 
dust her off, humble her, and repackage her. Oh, you guys can have this conversation. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. Very good. Again, building the story. Letting Stephanie talk her shit because that's yeah. one thing she can do. Is she, Stephanie, she, man, she Stephanie can. can talk that shit. She really yeah, can. yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, uh, she can take a good bump or two. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. She actually bumps. has taken a couple, <laughs> three, in three. Like a fifty-eight minute match. So, um. Oh yeah. But yeah, I still don't know how I feel about this. I don't know what they're gonna do with Ronda. I uh, I used to root for I'm her. I'm saying what they're gonna do afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> because I feel like if they do the whole Paul Heyman thing, because everyone's talking about like, oh, you know, give her Paul, give her to Paul Heyman, let her deal with, let she him deal with that. Please, I just, I don't know. Mm. Not Paul Heyman though. Yeah, if she's, it depends on where they're trying to position her. If they're trying to position her as a baby face, what they might do is kick I mean, Kurt Angle out of the role that he's in, mm-hmm. bring somebody else in as GM, and let Kurt Angle be maybe her kind of spokesman since he's kind of doing that now in a, in a effect. Oh yeah, he's definitely capper. Yeah. So. Well, did you see? Like, I couldn't help myself, but I really did like mention that he looked like the dog whisperer with her. <laughs> Like, calm down, sis. She was just like, "All right," and she kept bumping the brakes. It was pretty funny to me. I don't know. Yeah, he's trying to get to slow down and calm yeah. down. He's yeah, like, calm but, down, girl. But we'll get to that because we'll I know treat. I know you got a fasting cast on that too. Mm. So we have Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali versus TJP and Drew Gulak. It's the cruiserweights, y'all. Remember them? Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ali <Purple> Nazo. <laughs> Ali knocks Gulak to the floor, and he whiffs on a dive, overshooting Gulak. Alexander hits the springboard kick and the lumbar check. Ali hits the imploding 450 for the win off of a blind tag. So, you know, Cedric Alexander was like, oh, you got me. I thought I was going to get the win, but you went up me. So, you know, kind of went up smanship, you know, babyface style. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, nobody still cares about the cruiserweights. So. It's so sad. I, mean, I do. I mean, I can't say I really care. Care. I'm not invested in them. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I enjoy. I enjoy watching them every once in a while. You know, sometimes it's a bathroom break, depending on who's there. But I mean, what sucks is they still wrestle in this like raw style when they are on Raw instead of wrestling the 205 style. Like yeah, if you yeah, watch exactly. the 205 now, it's much better than this match that they had right here. Yeah, most definitely. Oh my god, this tournament was just beautiful from start to be just from start to finish, and they just got to ruin it. Thanks so, a lot, Vance. We get Miss Angelina's <laughs> favorite part, Miss TV. Yay! yay. So the Miz is out with the Mister Raj, and he asks them how they think the Mister Raj is going. Miz isn't happy as they fail him when he needs them the most. He says if he wanted failure, he would have stayed in Cleveland. So uh, that's oh, what I live in LA. That is, oh my God, he's a, oh yes, that was hysterical. He's I live in LA. <laughs> yeah, so the crowd is chanting, "Welcome home, like, welcome home," and he's like, "I live in LA." <laughs> that was great, iconic. I can't even right. So you got to clap for that. Just problem is, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> nice way to cut off a like a semi baby face reaction right. trying to be a heel. Yeah. So Axel and Dallas assure the Miz that they are doing their best, but Miz doesn't care. So Seth Rollins arrives. He likes what he sees, and he will allow this to continue. Rollins then offers to help, and he helps to mediate the issue. Rollins says that 
Dallas and Axel feel underappreciated and just want to be thanked. Rollins says that they are the reason Miz is the Intercontinental Champion. Rollins starts stirring the pot and Miz says that he'd be champion without them. Then both Dallas calls Miz a phony A-lister that can't fight. Finn Balor arrives wearing his OG BC shirt, which is like the ish. I think I'm going to get me one of those. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Balor continues to stir the pot here with Miz and the Miztourage. Miz then shoves both Dallas and Axel tries to make the peace. Miz says that he's about to become the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Better than Bret Hart, better than Shawn Michaels, and Uh better than Mr. Perfect. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. (laughs) This pisses Curtis Axel off. Rollins and Balor continue to cause issues for the Miz Mirage. Miz cancels the show and tries to stop this, but Dallas and Axel are too angry and stop him from leaving. Miz begs off, but he's trapped. Axel and Dallas then attack Rollins and Finn Balor. It was a trap. They toss Rollins and beat down Finn Balor. The good brothers come and make the save, allowing Finn Balor to lay out Miz, but he escapes. Balor picks up the Intercontinental title and Rollins takes it from him. They have a face-off and the Miz returns, but quickly gets taken out. Balor lays out Seth Rollins and stands tall. So, Miss Angelina, we'll let you comment first on your favorite this That was just like, night. you know, that bit was just like amazing for me. I was just in my glory. But um, I think one of my favorite things was when he was telling uh, Bo, he was like, but when you were still Bo leaving, I just was like, God, why is this man so hilarious? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, he made fun you go back <laughs> to Bo a- leaving and catering. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was, it was fucked great. up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, I mean, just the best. you know, the tables turned and, you know, everybody started, you know, fighting. But I don't know. I just, I don't know how I feel about this match because I love all three I want of them. it. I definitely want it. But I want, I don't know how I want to win. Like, I'm just. Oh, you don't have a early, early, Like, all three of your faves are in it. You don't have to have a face. <laughs> I can't even like I'm just really, they, I think this is like one of the I think I'm like most excited about this match actually to okay. be quite honest mm-hmm. I just oh, I can't <laughs> you you'll see you'll see the tweets but yeah but I'm like I can't <laughs> send help so Kane cuts the promo now what I'm about. Yeah, oh god yeah, for please sure. somebody you gotta get that me. part over with you know that right <laughs> hopefully it'll be like you know middle way through the show give, you know be like a pick oh, you yeah. up you know for you <laughs> I sat through like three hours of pre-show. Oh, God. <laughs> say no to pre-show. <laughs> so, I gotta say no to this one. Mm. Oh, it's gonna suck. It's not gonna suck. Renee Young's gonna make it fun. I promise. Um, how long can she make sil- it fun? The silence though? speaks volumes. <laughs> I mean, as long as they run through the cavalcade of all-stars, celeb- you know, pasts, mm. you know, yeah. performers and stuff, I think she could make it all right. So. Yeah. I'm going to have Rosenberg on there. Well, you might as well just count that as a loss because I think exactly. he's on the contract. He will be. He's going to yeah. be there. Him, Sam Roberts, they're going to be there. Well, why though? Because that's who <laughs> that's who WWE think. That's who WWE sees gets downloads when people talk about wrestling. If they wanted to have somebody who gets talked about, they should have put Kaz or you or people who are actually cool. Well, you know. We well, let's a, work on that, guys. Get a few more million <laughs> listeners and get our let's metrics get looking. Yeah, get our metrics looking good. Share and retweet a little bit more out there, listeners. Your work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Kane cuts a promo about tonight's match with John Cena. Ugh. Nobody's looking forward to that. No. Right. Just like nobody is ready for Asuka as she faces <laughs> Jamie Frost. 
She gets a great segue. She gets a pre-match promo talking about Oscar's <laughs> never seen anybody like her. Uh, Frost lays in a couple of strikes and some slaps, and then Oscar hits her with a head kick and knocks her colder than a milkshake and won the match. One, two, three. Yeah, this is the Oscar we should have been seeing for like the last six weeks. I don't know what in the world they've been doing with her, Yo. like barely winning matches. I know, right? Yeah, it's exhausting. It's like, I don't know. See, this that is, whole thing, too. This is another reason why, like, squash matches work it's because like this is one of the most entertaining parts of the show even though it was like 45 seconds yeah exactly and it helps her build her momentum i mean come on right right and see that's another thing right. like the more you see somebody win the more you can and win impressively the more you can buy into she's a badass okay yeah. i see why she won 300 matches in the yeah. world exactly but if she's like barely winning then it's like mm, i don't know if she's yeah. as good as they say she is as so. good as they say yeah so, just wrong. Matt and it's weird. Like, I'm excited for this match, but it's just like there's. I feel like there's no build up really to it. None. Yeah, because they're on separate shows. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just like, like I can't wait to see it, but there's been like zero. I don't know. Well, unless something yeah. changes this week coming, they'll adhere to my favorite thing, where they would have never touched. Until they actually got in the ring. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what they Mm -hmm. should do is they should get out there. Once they get announced and they raise the title up and they ring the bell, they should just circle each other for a few seconds, like 30 or 45, and just let it build up because they've they've never done anything together. Yeah, I know. It's just like my anxiety, you know, it's going to help my anxiety. And get that and get that awesome picture on TV where it's a big stadium where all the people start standing up and it looks like a wave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Actually, the picture um, of Charlotte and her belt with like Oscar's image in the background. I'm just like, I just saw it. I was like, oh. that just <laughs> yeah, that that, like, right there. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm excited. Hopefully, that's what they do to kind of build that drama since they've gone this far. Yeah. But during WWE, they're going to mess it up and somebody's going to show up <laughs> on the other show this week. They mess up everything. Right. <laughs> you ruin oh. lives. Oh, don't they? Our, our man Matt Hardy he cuts a promo and says the essence of Bray Wyatt is no more Matt says that he is focused on Wrestlemania and he will win the Andre Battle Royal and then we get a video package on the Bailey and Sasha Banks recent issues they <laughs> meet backstage true. and Bailey is entering the women's Battle Royal Battle Royal at Mania then they argue over their recent issues, and Banks says that she does what she wants, and Bailey should do the same so people will stop thinking that she's a loser. <laughs> Bailey says Banks cannot beat her, and that leads to a locker room brawl. So arrests finally arrive, and they break them up. Mm, Bailey had that good either. Yo, I mean, oh, yeah. We know we've been, everyone's been like, all right, he'll turn. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Somebody. No? Any, anybody, please. So on this episode right. of Saved by the Bell that everyone was talking about, which was great. <laughs> God, there's some funny yeah. people on Twitter. Um, right. It was actually entertaining to watch. Like, I was like, okay. I mean, besides the whole locker room thing, but... They were scrapping. They were scrapping, oh, which yeah. is good. Like, this is what I want to see. Like, come on now. Right. Especially, and cakes. Cakes. Especially after Bailey was like, especially what? Sasha was like, I'm, I'm a four-time women's champion. And then Bailey and was how like, how long did you keep it, bitch? Ooh, I said spicy. Yeah. I oh, listen. Then she had to snatch her. I know mm-hmm. my soul right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. So, 
as I said last week, it was a crock pot feud, but now it's finally the timer finally went off, so it's on. You know what? I'm gonna be Thank dead God. up honest with y'all. I would rather not see John Cena and The Undertaker and get that match on the card and get those two out. Yes. Who? John Cena and The Undertaker from Bailey and Sasha. You rather get Bailey and Sasha on the card? Yeah. On the card. Oh yeah, most definitely. I was talking about that the other day. Their match on NXT that it was like amazing. Like they had a great match and they worked really well together. But they're getting the um, Iron Woman match. Yeah. That was a great match. Yeah, that was a classic. That was a five-star match of the year. Yo, seriously. Uh-huh. And, like, for them to be thrown into this women's battle royal, which they changed the name. Look at that. The power that the universe has. It is, um, it's, they the I don't trophy. know if it's a disservice. Yeah, and they even changed the trophy. Um, and it looks like a uterus. Um, <laughs> oh, but, my God. Like, go back and look at it. <laughs> but um, look at it. for them to be thrown in the battle royale, like, it's like... Okay, I guess. Yeah, especially I, after you spent like three and a half months building this shit up, right? Exactly. Weaving this what? little, yeah, weaving this little tale of you know Sasha doing this or doing that or Bailey doing this or doing that. Yeah. Uh, and now the this will, is what you they do? They like why? Right. Because they ruined lives. We, we already discussed this. Okay, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. move on. Oh, yeah. Moving on to Braun, Strowman, and Sheamus. Sheamus cuts the promo on Braun, but he hasn't figured out. Braun surprises people, but at Mania, there will be no surprises. They want to know who his partner at Mania is. Braun says he will reveal his partner if Sheamus beats him. Braun promises Sheamus will get these hands. Cesaro looks to get involved, so Braun takes him out and hits a corner splash and a power slam on Sheamus. And Braun Strowman gets the win. So at this point, I'll take that as a DD excuse to take a sip. Hey, hey, hey. So who do y'all think is going to be the tag team partner? Do y'all think it's going to be nobody? Think Braun's just going? I just think Braun's going to be the tag team champions all by himself. Exactly. Or he'd bring him somebody in these like hands. Weekend. Him and these hands. Exactly. I love tag it. team champs. Boom. Now done. Even though it would be like kind of, it would be cool, but I don't know if they would do it. Just because. I mean, I don't think they would do it again because they ruin lives, but. It would be cool just to do this. It would be cool just to do this, even though you know it wouldn't go far for very long. But what if yeah. they brought James Ellsworth back? And it Everybody's been saying that. I, I like the idea. Dab myself in the eyeball. <laughs> that would be cool though, because you know. It, <laughs> well, only stabbing myself in the eyeball. Or? No, no, no. Oh, okay. James El- um, James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. Uh, I guess because you know how I feel about his little friends who don't like it. <laughs> but. Mm. Yeah, I don't know who it's going to be. I haven't heard anything, so they're. Keeping I haven't heard any rumblings either. Yeah, they keeping this Bring one. Bring back Ken Shamrock, somebody crazy. Speaking of Ken Shamrock, I watched the Stone Cold and Bret Hart WrestleMania match. Was that WrestleMania fourteen? Mm-hmm. Uh, when 13. He was thirteen, when he was the uh, special yeah. guest referee. Fourteen was versus Stone Cold for the title, right? Yeah. 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 Man, yeah. man good lord, he was jacked up. Oh Dude. my goodness. Ridiculous. Well, I know, right? If you're, he, I always thought he was on the Lord's. Thoughts? Sorry, I did. Those are actual <laughs> factuals. Ain't no way he was. <laughs> but I was like a kid. I didn't like know what steroids were at the time. I just thought true. they were. You're like, wow, he's so strong. He's a superhero. Yeah. No, yeah, he's taking all the muscle pills my cousin told me about. <laughs> <laughs> they give you muscles. But if you're right. like, if you want to do something really cool. Uh, listen to the Edge mm-hmm. and Christian podcast. Fast forward about forty five minutes into it, 
And on the latest mm-hmm. one, Stone Cold and Bret Hart both are talking to Agent Christian about that match. Oh, nice. About oh, I gotta listen to that. every detail about, you know, kind of what they, how they built it up, how they weren't even thinking about supposed, they weren't even supposed to wrestle each other again, but Sean quit and it kind of was like, oh, well, I guess yeah. we're gonna wrestle again. So, mm. and then, you know, how Stone Cold was like, I'm sitting at home because back then, you know, they used to tape a Raw and they used to make one live. So mm-hmm. he was like, I'm sitting at home watching Raw and Vince McMahon made the match, a submission match. And he's like, I was mad because I don't know no submission moves. <laughs> <laughs> so then they, you know, so they talk about just everything that led up to the match and how it played out and what made it the classic. So it's really cool, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that too then. Yeah. Like Thanks. It, One more thing for me to like, you know, no uh, more sleep for me. Okay. No problem. No problem. Awesome. It's a long weekend, I hope, for you. So maybe you can no, sneak it ain't. in on Please a holiday. Don't, don't even talk. Don't, oh, sorry. Well, time and a half. My heart. Time, just my keep heart. saying that to yourself. Time oh, and yeah. Half. Time and a half. <laughs> so Kurt Angle arrives and he introduces Ronda Rousey. Kurt says that she's ready for WrestleMania. He asks that Triple H and Stephanie make the rules and their match won't be easy. Rousey says Stephanie is trust fund tough. She's personal trainer tough. She's limo tough. She will get everything she deserves when Rousey rips her arm off. Absolution arrives and Paige says that not having friends will hurt her in the WWE. Baby girl. Baby girl. They love to welcome her to Raw. Baby girl. This is Absolution show and this is Paige's house. God, that has to be one of the funniest things ever. Paige says that they are here in case she needs a backup. Rousey says that she has angle to back her up, but Paige says that she's committing career suicide by facing Stephanie. Paige says that she could join Absolution. Rousey thanks her for the offer, but she refuses. Paige says that that was a bad choice and made enemies. DeVille and Mandy Rose enter the ring, and Rousey takes down DeVille with a clothesline, and then corners Mandy Rose and tosses her into DeVille, and then she takes down Rose with an arm bar and looks to break her arm, but Kurt Angle calls her off. Listen, baby girl. Again, I'm watching this like in the middle of the night, like 12 o'clock at night, almost going on one o'clock at night. And I'm like bugging out because I'm looking at this going, I know Ronda Rousey's got to be like six years older, at least in page. And she has called her baby girl like 22 times. For real. (laughs) And I want to give a shout out. Um, to D Lovely one seventy nine on uh, Twitter, who was like, "Page legit feel sorry for baby girl because baby girl was really out here dying," and I just could not stop laughing <laughs> for like a half hour. <laughs> Said, "Poor baby girl, poor baby girl." Um, I'm tired of Absolution and the others from from SmackDown too. The you know the carbon copies, you know, copy and paste. Yeah, them. Um, we'll get into that later, I guess. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, they haven't done anything to make you care about them. They see they yeah, could they could use the video packages and 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 some squash matches and yeah, you know, showcase some things. Like I don't know really if Mandy Rose can wrestle because everybody she's wrestles is better than her. So let her beat yeah. somebody up once or twice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, give her data for maybe. You ain't even got to give her Dana Brooke. busy with them stats. Yeah, you ain't even got to give her Dana Brooke. You can give her the, the fro- like somebody like the Frost Chick. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. like three shows out of four, 
they could have 75% squash matches and fire ass interviews and everybody would be like that Raw was good as shit and have like one or two angles nobody would mm-hmm. complain and they'd have yeah. one Raw that's like okay the go home Raw be the Raw that has like you know all the big confrontations or you know everybody touch or whatever your big you know everybody <laughs> talks about this type of stuff but they could go back <laughs> yeah. to just building people up by having them win matches and talk shit and everybody would not have a problem with it Oh, I need to put you but, all but again, here we are. Exactly here. Yeah, here we are. No, that's that's why you just watch NXT. Yes, true. Oh, thank God for NXT. <laughs> so the good bro- saves us all. <laughs> the good brothers are out, <laughs> and they're gonna face Axel and Dallas. Carl Anderson tags in, and the Buddha Doom connects, and Dallas makes the save. It breaks down, and Carl Anderson heads up top, and he hits the netbreaker. The good brothers hit the magic killer, and the good brothers get the win. To me, I think that the people are over the Good Brothers, and I think that especially during that part where they thought they were going to turn on the Miz, I think the people would actually get behind Axel and Dallas if they started winning matches. I think so too, and yeah. I don't know, but I feel like that'd be a good tag team. Cha- they'd be good tag team champions. Yep, I won't go that far now. Oh no, they could they could carry the belts because I like, think they could carry the belts because like Raw needs like. They're gonna have to reset their tag team division anyway. I think that's the whole reason why the Braun is in there is to give them a chance to like reset it. Yeah, yeah, good point. So, our favorite part of the night: Elias arrives and promises a performance of a lifetime at WrestleMania. Oh my God! He's feeling good, right? And Angelina, you can uh, tell us if this is true or not. He says that he sold out MSG last week, bro. When I tell you that, that was like hilarious. They're like booing him. Like I'm like over here clapping, and everyone around me is booing. I was like, "You shut your mouth!" <laughs> <laughs> He's singing. <laughs> shut your mouth! But yeah, he like did the one barber dude come to America. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That boy good. That boy good. That boy good. But yeah, he did sell out MSG. We were all in attendance. I was there. Okay, I seen it. <laughs> Elias says that coming to Cleveland is a huge disappointment. He also feels that he also says that his boy LeBron feels the same way. He'll be leaving again soon. Again, not live. (laughs) So he sings his song "Barry in Cleveland," and then Romo, uh, Rhino, excuse me, and he's later arrive. Why? But go on. Elias versus (laughs) Rhino. Elias hits the drift away, and he gets the win. After the match, Elias lays out he's Slater with the drift away. So, um, for some odd reason. For some odd reason, when he was standing up there at the WrestleMania sign after he gave the drift away to Heath Slater, and he was like, kind of like, you know, feeling himself, he looked like the mm-hmm. Macho Man. It's like, holy shit! Yeah, he yes, does. Have, he, does. He, does he does give does. Macho Man vibes. He does. Mm-hmm. It's the eyes and the beard, the crazy beard thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just thinking. Right. It's you know gonna be you know, freak out, freak out, freak out. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Classic. Main event time: John Cena versus Kane. Oh, and sorry. No oh, disqualification match. <sighs> I was tight. Kane Jeez. slides in the table and he sets it up. Kane looks for a choke slam, but Cena counters it and he hits an AA through the table, and Cena gets the win. After the match, Cena calls out the Undertaker again for the eight thousandth time. He calls him a coward. Dude, he's so desperate at this point. So <laughs> desperate. He says that the fans chant for him, but he doesn't arrive. Silence is not an answer. It's either yes or no. He's fine with no, but wants an answer either way. 
you only have one week left to do something. If you do nothing and let me down and let the fans down, you prove that you only care about yourself. I hope that I see you next week. Since when is the Undertaker let the fans down? Boy, he, oh, he need to go sleep. Leave him alone. <laughs> exactly. Shit. He got bad knees, a bad back, bad neck. He's overweight. Leave him alone. Let that man watch Fox News in peace. Exactly. <laughs> let him sit down somewhere. Yeah. Shit. Just, just, I think that John should just marry Nikki at WrestleMania. So exactly. Wedding Mania. Do something. There you go. Yeah. Shit. I thought that's what this was, WrestleMania was going to be all about, about him getting married because it would have been, you know, a year. And I know. Exactly. Of course, nobody's yep. ever gotten married since, you know, a real marriage since like Liz and Macho Man. Yeah. Damn. That was a beautiful one. I know. This could have been like, you know, 2.0 of that. They could have made it all grand exactly. and beautiful. Yeah. Like somebody comes out try to whoop Santa, but they jump him. Yeah. Right in the middle of the ceremony. Yeah. Right in the middle Damn. of the ceremony. Cold as ice. The man just comes know. out and talks shit. Right after he wins, of course. <laughs> uh, I just feel like it's just exhausting at this point. I'm just like, yo, just shut up. And then like he was just overdoing it right. on Monday. Yeah. Like I don't know. Well, here's WWE's problem. Like the first week when they do something like that and it's cool and mm-hmm. it gets a good reaction, they like overkill. Um, triple, they recycle the hell out of triple it. down on it. Like, yeah, just let it be. You know, they're exhausting. They're exhausting. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I'm mad. I, said, I, know, I, mean, like, I stayed up. In all honesty, like I knew he wasn't. I knew the Undertaker wouldn't show up. But like mm-hmm. maybe for like a flicker of lights or something. You know, just like some kind That's of something. sign. Yeah, the dong or yeah, it's just something. Some lightning. Maybe a power outage. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I know. Man, got no but kind of I stayed no up, more. and I just was just like, I really stayed up this late. Listen to seven minutes but, of John Cena closing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, wow, this is what my life has become. I tend to show off when I think to come on. I, I knew it wasn't happening. Tragic. Yeah. So that was your Monday Night Raw. So we're gonna do a little something different for SmackDown. Not maybe oh. go like match for match. I'm gonna kind of skip around a little bit. Right. We're going to talk about Please do. the major angle first. That's Daniel Bryan. I cried. That's it. How the that, end. I'm sorry. How is that the main angle over the WWE championship? Because. Well, I because. I because the, 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 the title is always going to be the biggest angle, but people want to hear this. Bryan mm. arrives to a great reaction. He says loves being in Pittsburgh. Last week was the best of his career. He got cleared. He can get back to doing what he did for over 15 years. And basically, he proposes a match that says, hey, Sammy wins and Kevin win against me and Shane. They're reinstated. If they lose, they remain fired. So apparently, they feel like Shane McMahon is going to be able to get in a ring in like 11 days. 12 now days. That doo-doo booty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and pull this match right. off. So get that boy from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what their backup plan is if they have one, but this is gonna be really close. Yeah. And we all know they're getting their jobs back, but I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I'm just excited to see him back in the ring. Because like right. they show, every time they show a video package, I'm like tearing up. I'm like, mm. like, why? But I'm really pumped. I just you know, as long as they keep him safe. Wrap him in bubble wrap or something. <laughs> there you just, go. We keep him safe. Bubble boy. Yeah, bubble boy. And and but. the <laughs> best thing that ever happened to him, actually, kind of in this time of not being able to wrestle, his mic skills are so much better than they used yes, to be. Yes, they oh, really yeah. are. 
Yeah, he's, been, he's leveled up. Because uh, when we first started doing this podcast, that was my thing. I was like, he's got the wrestling. He's got the fans. He's got the uh-huh. charisma. It's like, exactly. He's got everything about the promo. I was like, if they promise to give him the belt, then he needs to promise to work on his promo. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. he didn't get a chance to really yeah. do much with the belt. But he's definitely worked with his promo. So yeah. Then we'll so get proud. to what Brandon wants to talk about. You know me. I'm a Kevin Owens fan. To, um, what, 11 days away from KO Mania 3? That's right. It's going to be lit. <laughs> um, Sammy's going to be in the first match of his young career in um, WWE. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait to see it. I'm more excited to see Kevin and Sammy in the match than I am to see Daniel Bryan returning, actually. I love Daniel Bryan, but um, I want to see him post-WrestleMania, see how he does then, but not now. Right. Just so excited for Kevin and Sammy. So let me get your thoughts on the Sami Zayn heel antics. Your, your thoughts. The, happy, the happiest heel. The happiest heel on the on the roster. <laughs> right. He's such, he's such a, an awesome heel. He's such a, he's such a dude, bro, to the like one thousandth degree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, bro. We didn't use that. Bro, dude. So uh, our main event was Nakamura versus Shelton Benjamin, or. Chaos versus Suzuki Gun. Yeah. If you remember, <laughs> yes. it was a different promotion. Yeah. Nakamura counters the pay dirt into a triangle choke. Shelton powers out and looks for a half crab. Nakamura pulls him back into the triangle, but Shelton escapes and hits a spin kick. Nakamura hits a knee strike off the ropes and then he hits the kid Sasha and he wins the match. After the match, Nakamura yeah, says match. that he didn't need AJ's help. He just wanted AJ to see how he was going to lose at WrestleMania. AJ laughs it off and say Nakamura is just playing games. But he says that Mania, he won't be playing any games. This is a dream match for him and the fans, and they will tear the house down. AJ will walk in the champion and defeat Nakamura. There will be no question that AJ Styles is the best. Nakamura says that he will win because AJ is too emotional. Gable and Benjamin attack Styles, and Nakamura makes the save. Then Nakamura teases a Kinsasha to Styles, but pulls up and says... Knee to face before patting AJ on the head. That was great. That was my favorite. Oh my god! It was so good. I was like, "Yes!" Right? Oh man, um, I actually enjoyed their match. Um, I never thought I'd be saying, "Oh my god, look, Shelton Benjamin on my television, 2018." But moving look on, still um, it was it was dope. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. I'm excited for their match. And yes, the pal oh, yeah. was super disrespectful, and I enjoyed it. I just no, like disrespectful right. people. I can't help myself. Uh, the <laughs> the little short burst of comments are perfect for Shinsuke. Backstage yeah. little things like uh, the mm-hmm. little setup to get yeah. AJ to come out to the match to be in the you know saying hey I want you at your best you want me at my best so how do, how about you come watch my back and yeah. be in my corner yeah. for the match you know just those little short bursts I mean that's perfect yeah then you start doing that with Oscar too right mm-hmm. um, new day tried to get some get back on the Bludgeon Brothers so we had Woods and Big E versus the Bludgeon Brothers New Day of course cuts their pre-match promo saying that they were on the road to Wrestlemania until it was bludgeoned with trash but they still plan to win back the tag team titles so Rowan slams Kofi into Big E and Harper continues to attack Woods as Rowan rolls Big E into the ring Rowan gets the hammers but the Usos attack him and then we have a big brawl and it causes a DQ 
And of course, the New Day wasn't happy that the Usos got into their affairs. So, you know, they had some pushing and shoving going back and forth. And then, of course, that leads into our WrestleMania SmackDown Matters tag team match, which is going to be a three way now between the New Day, the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos. I'm mad that it's um, a three way match. Well, yeah. unfortunately, that's the curse of having such a big roster and WrestleMania, man. Oh, shit. Really? Everybody like, got to get paid. Because I was really, really pumped for, like, the whole New Day Uso. Like, they're amazing. They work so well together. Yeah. Fight and, forever. Like, I was, yeah, exactly. It's like one of those fight forever things. But now I'm like, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. I, it really just, for me, it just, like, totally just killed my vibe with that match. Now, a match mm-hmm. that resulted in uh, another person being added into the match may make you feel different, as we had Randy Orton and Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal and Rusev. Now, this was supposed to be Sunil Singh, but of course, he came out with his in a neck brace and a sling after Bruh. you know what happened to him last week. So, Jinder announces that Rusev was going to be his replacement. So, Randy sets up for the RKO, but Jinder Mahal shoves Bobby Roode and Randy Orton. Bobby Roode and Randy Orton begin to argue. Randy hits the RKO on Bobby Roode and Rusev hits the Moshka kick on Orton and Jinder Mahal and Rusev pick up the win. So after the match, they're in the back, they're celebrating and Jinder and the Singh brothers meet up with Rusev. Jinder wants Rusev to attend his victory party after Mania. Rusev says he's going to Daniel Bryan and he's going to get himself into the U.S. title match. And it is announced later that it is official. It will be a four-way for the United States title between Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Rusev. I'm like 75% excited for this match for all the obvious reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just a reminder, every day is Rusev Day. Yeah, man, Rusev Mania. I'm ready. Oh, Can we talk about how Randy just loves to sneak up behind minorities and beat the shit out of them? I mean, are you surprised? Like a chuckle pig. Are you surprised? I'm not, bro. I'm not. I'm just saying. Every week, though, it doesn't have to happen on camera every week. Can they just like turn the camera? Just let him do what he's gonna do. No, he's doing it because he can. He's allowed to at work, so he doesn't do it out, you know, on a day to day basis. Yeah. So he does it at work. I'll just find some kid strangle shadow or something. Deplorable. So 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 Hmm. sad. Sorry. Becky Lynch picked up a win over Ruby Riot. So. Becky Lynch has got a couple of uh, victories, so I guess they're trying to build her up into something. I guess as a major player going into the Battle Royal as one of the contenders who could win. So Make Becky great again. Yeah, seriously. Let's make Becky great again. Uh, Ruby Riot is actually turning the corner. She's had some you know, pretty good matches oh, yeah. the last couple she's, weeks. She, yeah, she's really, I don't know, she just looks like a bird to me, but like <laughs> she has really good matches. <laughs> I don't know if she got that beak, but She's she's really good. I think she's good, but the other two I still don't know much about. Right again, yeah. they they haven't done a good job of yeah, having like, them wrestled in matches or video packages or anything like that. Or anything. Like, I only claim claim Liv Morgan because she's from Jersey. So <laughs> okay, we we got I stuff. She wears so. sneakers. That's all I know. There you go. Oh, and right. uh, our comic relief came when Dolph Ziggler wrestled Tyler Breeze. 
um, Dolph Ziggler got the win with the zigzag, but uh, what was funny was they had a spot where uh, Dolph Ziggler was stationing Tyler Breeze around the ring, and it caused kind of like Fandango to start running too, but once they got back into the ring and continued to wrestle, he didn't stop running, and he what? eventually like pulled a hamstring, and it distracted, it distracted Tyler Breeze, and that's what led to the win. So, And then after the match, Dolph Ziggler laid out Fandango with the super kick. Yeah. So. Fandango's great. My mom looks Fandango. <laughs> she old. She's so cute. See, Ric Flair and Fandango. She's so cute. Here's what stinks, man. Every time they get like a tag team or like a pair of people that get really hot, they suppress them. So like Fashion yeah. Files was like really hot and they and it wasn't in the cars for them to be the champions or be anything. So they couldn't let them bubble up, right? So then they shut yeah. them down. Then all of a sudden they mess around and put eight in English with Rusev and all of a sudden Rusev Day is like the shit. And it starts to yeah. bubble up. And then all of a sudden, if you notice, they've been kind they of pushing it, it yeah. down, pushing it mm-hmm. down, pushing it down. So like because like at the uh, at Christmas night in Chicago, that shit was off the chart for Rusev. Yes. Wow. It was like, whoa. Yeah. Like if they should whatever they need to do to make this like happen and like maybe give him a title that's some type of title or something they need to do it because the they people really are, do the people, people were ready are for it re- yeah they're actually ready for him to be a good guy really to cheer him they yeah. always yeah. he's been a bad dude ever since he's been in the company and the people it, but he's so funny on the mic he has yeah, really, he really good is. matches he has really good yes. promos there's really nothing that you should yeah. boo him for he really should be like a, a baby face just a real strong brute baby face mm-hmm but do they ever give the people what they want? Never. Hell no. No. Never. So, Hell no. Let's just keep wishing on a star, kids. But you know who gives <laughs> the people what they want? CSPN and CSPN.us. Yes, you know how True. you can help us keep giving the people what they want? By supporting the podcast here. By supporting our sponsors to help keep all the podcasts free. So, time of the year. Everybody's going to be wanting to go to the swimming pool. Everybody's going to be going on vacation. They're going to want to have their tank tops on, bikinis on. Well, you can't out-train a bad diet. So go through CSPN.us and Blue Apron and get your diet together so you can get your summer body together and in check. All you do is go through CSPN.us, click on the Blue Apron link, then sign up for Blue Apron. You'll get $30 off of your first purchase. Blue Apron then sends Everything you need to cook good, healthy, balanced meals to your door each and every month. You can get Blue Apron meals and it's free to you know discontinue your service whenever you want. And if you're smart, you can keep the recipe cards and then you can keep making the meals that you like, you know, even if you don't have the service. But through CSPN.us and Blue Apron, you can eat healthy and support all the podcasts here on the network. So we'll get into 205 Live. I'm pretty sure those guys are using Blue Apron because, you know, they got to stay within that weight limit. Especially Listen. Brady Murphy. He yeah. Galore. He gets, he gets weighty every time <laughs> he has to wrestle. <laughs> right. So, uh, speaking of abs galore, Tony Nice, the premier Jeez, athlete Louis. versus Mark Jeez. Andrews. Just a clap for Tony Nice's abs. <laughs> uh, Tony Nice looks for a powerbomb, but Andrews counters and he hits a standing double stomp. Andrews follows with the stunned alt millionaire, and then he heads up top. Andrews hits the student Great shooting man, star press. Yeah, and Mark Andrews, he gets the win. Again, another really good match, like, you know, a match where they're doing cruiserweight shit, and if they could ever let them do that on Raw, 
they might actually get the people stand up and cheer. If only, if only. <laughs> Drew Gulak comments on facing Andrews next week. He questions why he's even on 205 Live, but says he made a statement when he beat him, and he claims to be the best submission specialist in WWE, and if you step to him, you will tap out. I really like the old Drew Gulak when he was running with Enzo. I was going to say that, too. Yeah. That was super entertaining. Yeah. I, he was actually know, at, like, right? um, at the uh, MSG event I went to, and I really got it up to go get a beer. <laughs> I was just like... I like stayed for like a minute and I was like, nah, shorty, I gotta go. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Uh, yeah, PowerPoint. PowerPoint Gulak was uh, <laughs> and the like yes. doing Enzo's promo in the correctest English possible. Yes. <laughs> right. No vernacular at all. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but I guess they're trying to, you know, kind of rebuild him. I guess they're trying to make 205 Live a much serious show. And, he, you know, since he's really a really good accomplished, like, submission wrestler and serious wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the more that you can show you can do, you know, he can always go back to, you know, sprinkle it a little bit of that in here and there. We have a Ced- still, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali sit down interview. Drake Maverick is the host for this interview. Um, they, you know, of course, these two guys will face off at WrestleMania. Drake says that they will be, uh, they were both watching Mania last year, and now they get to compete against each other for the title. Cedric says that he knew he'd make Mania one day, but to do it with uh, Mustafa Ali is going to be special. Alexander plans uh-huh. to make his family proud. Ali says that in the past, Cedric has failed to win the title. Alexander is writing a beautiful story, but the issue is that the pen runs out of ink. Ali is writing his uh-huh. own story. All of their loved ones will be there and they will tear the house down and he will be the one who will win the title. What are you willing to do to win? Alexander asked. Alexander says he will do anything, including stopping out Ali's heart to do so. Ali says that's what he'll have to do. And the two men shake hands again. Another really good use of like a, you know, something not in front of the crowd pre tape yeah. segment for two guys who really aren't that strong on the promo in front of the crowd. But in something like this, yeah. they really get over Kind of sells yeah, it. they were. Yeah, it was. I feel like that was actually one of the few times I saw any personality out of these two. But I really enjoy watching mm-hmm. them in the ring. So, mm-hmm. right. Then we get the 205 main event Kalisto versus TJP versus Akira Tozawa versus Buddy Murphy. Now, this is kind of preface that the winner of this match will be the front runner to become the number one contender for the new champion that will be crowned at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Kalisto uh-huh. hits the Salida del Sol, but TJP breaks that up. Tazawa and Kalisto argue, continuing their little feud. It breaks down, and TJP gets Murphy in the knee bar. Murphy fights, but Kalisto and Tazawa pull TJP to the floor. Murphy hits a, torn- a tornillo onto everybody on the outside. Back in the ring, Murphy hits Murphy's Law on TJP, and Buddy Murphy picks up the win. Yay! Good for Alexa Bliss's boyfriend because if they end up firing his ass, he might have to go back to uh, Australia with the way that the uh, you know new administration works. Oh, exactly. No, but he's he's Caucasian. They might just let him stay. He's one of the good ones. Maybe (laughs) not for Caucasian. He lucked out. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) No, this this match right here was fire. Yeah, it was. I know, right? I was struggling to stay awake, but. I made it. Yeah, man. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Buddy Murphy has been a good addition to 205 Live. He's really showing his ass. Right. Um, I really enjoy it. When people use that expression, I can't. I can't help it. I'm a child. (laughs) 
Uh, I enjoyed Kalista's little wiggle, though. That was actually my favorite part. Right. Again, because I'm a child. So, yeah, if you guys aren't watching, if you guys haven't been watching 205 or, like, you know, been like, uh, you know, I haven't watched this, you know, in a few months or whatever since Enzo won the belt, start watching it again. It, it's, it's really picking up. You're and, welcome for doing so. Yeah, because I, yeah, I really just truly stopped watching when Enzo won. I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, could, I, could, I really couldn't do it. I couldn't. I tried. Yeah, we we knew. I, I heard a lot of people who were like, "Man, if the, if Enzo wins this belt, I can't be watching this show like this every week." So they gave it yeah. like a couple of weeks, and they're like, "Nah, I'm checking out." Yeah, yeah. Even we checked out for a little bit because I wasn't like reviewing it as often. I would kind of like watch it, and if nothing major happened, it's like, yeah. oh, I don't have to talk about that." So. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's picking it's picking back up now. So definitely yeah. start checking it out. And uh, the best show, the best WWE program there was this week, NXT. As usual, always. When the when have they failed us? It's they had a little lull last year, but it was a short one. They they back yeah. on track. This, I, I think NXT about to be so fire over the summertime. Oh my god! But, oh yes. Uh, t- so Tomasa, so Lula, the Psycho Killer, Tomasa <laughs> Champa arrives. They're shooting this like earlier in the day, so all the fans are all lined up to like get into the arena. Rowdy and a and mess. That was just great. Booing the hell out of this man like that they have amazing. for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, Champa walks up on uh, Regal and uh, he starts yelling at Regal for allowing Gargano to attack him and stalk him, and he's supposed to be out of here. Champa asks okay. what he has to do to finally get rid of Johnny Gargano. Regal books a match between Gargano and Champa, which is basically going to be non-sanctioned, or as a old school term would say, lights out at TakeOver New mm-hmm. Orleans. If Gargano wins, he's back in NXT. If Champa wins, Gargano will be gone forever. Uh, let me get another hot take. It's going to be match of the weekend. I mean, not just in WWE. going to be some Ring of Honor matches and stuff like that going on. It's going to be better than and stuff like that. Cody and Kenny. That's that's gonna be that weekend. I'm not too. going that far. That's gonna be the same night. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. That's the Damn. same night. Oh my god. Damn. I think that's I think that's all on the same. Think, maybe Cody and Kenny will be on Friday night, but I think that's on Saturday night. I think Honor Rising Honor Rising might be on Saturday night too. Really? Yeah, maybe it's on Friday. Maybe it's on Friday, but I, I think the last time I checked I thought it was gonna be on Saturday, like the same night, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, this is this, this is, is gonna be, be a great, great match. What I hope either though, that or all Miss Black. What what I hope is since it's like a lights out unsanctioned match, I hope like Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. doesn't come out there in wrestling gear. I hope he comes out there in like street oh, no. clothes. Like like yeah, it's, a it's a fight. It's a fight. It's not a fight. This yeah. is a match. This is a fight. Yeah, it's a fight. You it's can't a- be Johnny wrestling tonight. You got to be Johnny ass kicker. Right. So like <laughs> back in the day when like Tully Blanchard and Dusty Rose or Magnum T A would yes. have like these stipulation matches, like a bunkhouse match or a, or a first blood mm-hmm. match or whatever. Tully Blanchard would never come out there in his wrestling gear. He would come out there no. in like jeans and boots and you know t shirt and he you know it's like I'm I'm here to fight. I'm in my street clothes mm-hmm. in the fight. So I hope that's what Johnny Gargano does. Because, you know, that's kind of Tommaso Ciampa's new look where he's coming out there with the parachute pants and the boots and combat boots yeah. and things. So. And a torn t-shirt. Right. I, yo, I saw, I was like, yo, I need that. I really, I, every yes. week I'm like, I'm not going to buy any shirts. That's a new I'm shirt every week. And then I just keep seeing them like, ugh. <laughs> I might, I might have to add that one to the cart. That's the reason why you just wait. <laughs> yeah, you add it to the cart wait, and leave it there and wait for the game. And we exactly. like, get one for $10. Okay, then. Click. Exactly. Then and there. Right. 
So Regal comes out to actually <laughs> start the show. He's in the middle of the ring and he says NXT is growing. And then he announces that there will be a new NXT North American title that will be introduced at TakeOver New Orleans. Then all of a sudden, EC3 arrives, making his official NXT debut. He says he's going to bask in the moment because he deserves it. EC3 then tells Regal that this is just too much. He knew Regal was a reasonable man when he gave him such a lucrative contract and this sweet theme song. But he didn't realize that Regal would create a championship to award him on his very first day in NXT. He's the best guy here. Bets the <laughs> he says he's the best guy here. He's the best guy anywhere, and he's a, he's a virtual money printing machine. Regal says that no one has handed anything here in NXT, but knows EC3 is more than capable. Regal says the NXT uh, the EC3 excuse me will face five other competitors on a in a ladder match for the North American title. EC3 thanks him and says that he can live up to as many opponents as he wants because he would prove that he is in the top one percent. Didn't need to hear that. Well, just, that's his whole gimmick, man. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's uh, the what you call it, the Floyd Mayweather, right. the Floyd Mayweather of yeah. NXT right now. Yeah, super elitist. Uh, good promo, uh, you know. Yeah, I, it was decent promo. I'm not a. And I actually um, do like his song. I'm not like a TNA guy, so I'm I'm not really familiar yeah, with his wrestling ability. But you know, I didn't see him when he was in NXT before, so you know, I, I, I've got you a clean slate. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a clean slate on the dude. So whatever he shows me from here will be what I judge him on. So we get TM sixty one. Okay, yeah. I see. I don't I don't have any reference from any of that time. Uh, he was he was a good heel. Good okay. heel. Yeah, I mean he's got a good promo, so I can see why he would be a good heel. Yeah. TM sixty one's cutting a promo about failing mm. in the Dusty Classic. They're t- teasing a change in attitude when all of a sudden through the p- glass mirror we see. Tina Baszler and Ember Moon brawling in the performance center. Yeah, this is pretty cool because it was kind of like handy cam, like it oh, looked shit. like straight up yeah. like out of YouTube, like that video I tagged you on earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Tag me in. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, it was cool to kind of see, you know, like hey, you know, these people are in this place all the time. So what would happen if they came across each other? And uh, we got a kind of mm-hmm. a glimpse of what of what might happen. So. Got a glimpse of like what I want to do to people I work with. <laughs> <laughs> Big fact. Like, damn, I wish. Right. So we have a Dusty Rhodes classic tournament match as we get the Street Profits versus hey. the Authors of Pain. Montez right. Ford starts the match with Razor. Montez Ford gets in Razor's face, tells Razor that, oh, they want this more than they do. They, you know, they're going to be the champions, and he's just talking shit to him. Razor pie-faced Montez Ford, and Montez Ford kind of steps back, assesses the situation, and he tags in Dawkins. So Razor beats the hell out of Dawkins in the corner, <laughs> and then Akim tags in and continues to beat on Dawkins. But Dawkins fires back. He has a couple of drop kicks and a couple of strikes. And then he hits the D'Lo Brown pop-up spine buster. And Montez yeah. Ford is crunk. He's yo, doing high knees. I can't. I, yo, he is hilarious. Like, he is me. I can't. <laughs> He's dancing around the ring, just high-stepping. So right. in his travels around the ring, he uh, interacts with Paul Ellering. So he offers him a drink from the cup. <laughs> Paul Ellering slaps Bruh. the cup out of his hand. This distracts this right. Dawkins, 
which then allows the uh, a- the AOP to hit the last chapter on him. Montez Ford is just so distraught that Paul Ellerin slapped a cup at his hand. He doesn't even notice Dawkins is getting pinned, and AOP get the win. I, ain't gonna lie to I mean, we all knew that, that was going to happen anyway, but, I mean. Here's... I would have preferred to just lose Queen Er. Clean her. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, here's the deal. Triple H knows who's the star. Yeah. Because ain't yeah, shit point. happened to Montez for except for that pie face. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting to hit me but once. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> so that that clearly lets me know that they might be on they might be about to break up or it yeah, coming, most definitely coming down the pike sooner than later now. Uh, so short lived. I know, right? Because they'd be so much fun, but they like they say they bring the swag yeah. like nobody can. The way he yeah. like swings his chain around, though, like <laughs> I just iconic. Really. But like each and every week, my cousin plays. Guess what's in that cup? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so I had this week. Um, Adam having drinking a mixture of Crown and Kool Aid. <laughs> Oh no! Because he was a little too he was he was drunk, but he was hyper drunk, you know. Right. Yeah, that I, sugar kicked in. I can't wait. <laughs> exactly. I can't wait until they stop messing around and they have him and Binky do something together. Ah, uh, Binky Binks. Yeah. So Stephen Regal, yeah. he's in the back, and he adds Adam Cole, baby, to the North American title match at Takeover. Then the Velveteen Dream arrives. The Velveteen Dream wants in the match. And Regal agrees and he makes it official. Oh man, it was funny. He was like, he was like, he walked up on him. He's like, Regal. He's like, Dream. He's like, you're looking well. And it just threw Regal off. He said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. That was amazing. Right. That exchange was great. I right. love him. It, like, it he needs better merch. It, like, it threw Regal off, and then when he goes, I know, it threw Dream back off. And he had to like collect <laughs> himself. Like, whoa. Oh, he clutched his pearls. Yeah, so this right. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was really good. That was good. So we get Lars Sullivan. He's back versus <laughs> John Silver. Lars Man. <laughs> Lars Man handles him. <laughs> he lays in some strikes. Then he tosses him around the ring. Hits him with a power slam, then he gets on the top, hits him with a flying headbutt, and then Lars hits him with the freak accident, and he gets the win. So as we've noted, EC3, Adam Cole, and Velveteen Dream, and now Lars Sullivan are in the North American title match at TakeOver. Lars promises to bring destruction, but he wants Killian Dane. So Regal says that, you know, he'll be in the ladder match, and he'll get Killian Dane next week, one-on-one. Lars Sullivan is... Angry looking, scary looking. He's so scary, like nightmares. <laughs> like seriously, like he looks something out of one of those movies. Like every time I'm driving, like here in Jersey, and when those like really Caucasian towns, like a lot of trees, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be shook. And it's like he looks like one of those people that just pop out of nowhere, like with a machete or something. I don't like him. Yeah, I'm from Knoxville. Nope. That's just like normal for me. Stay from me, shorty. Nope, stay away. <laughs> Dakota Kai, aka Bailey 2.0, arrives. Bro, seriously. But backstage. Oh my God. <laughs> but backstage, seeing Almas is attacking Alistair Black and he is whooping the shit out of him. Listen. <laughs> he done ripped his shirt all off. He Yo, got his, stretched out. It was in the like all of a sudden, like he didn't have a shirt on. I was like, what just happened? Right. Right? Almas tries to drown him in a cooler water. <laughs> 
Which was funny. Just not one beer in sight. Just the cooler. <laughs> what? Amazing. Like, who just has a real ass cooler pack? And, like, somebody went to go get a 12 pack, bro. Set the scene. Like, they were pissed the off. Oh, um, yes. So he takes the ass kicker from that parking lot into the arena. Almost gets a chair. Beats down Aleister Black in the ring. He's talking mad shit to him. So, I mean, yes. just basically he's paying him back for being disrespectful to Selena Vega. Yes, Puerto Rican princess. Hey, girl. Yes. So, exactly. yeah, th- man, this, this this was a good setup because this, this title match is going to be fire now, boy. Whew, he was whooping his and ass. All the while, and all the while, Selena was looking like a snackaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. Hello, God, the woman. And her red and black. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know y'all yes. saw when she did the Mortal Kombat dress up. Stop. Oh, did you see that? Yes. yes. Amazing. I, oh, let's not talk about this. I talk about her all night. Austin Aries Aries isn't the greatest man in the world, but he is the oh, luckiest. Oh, he is a fool. He is the luckiest. <laughs> oh, he is a lucky fool. <laughs> he is the luckiest. Um, so, after that, again, we reset the uh, NXT TakeOver uh, North American title match and the participants. So there's five people that are in the match because Killian Dane gets added as we go adds him to be the fifth person. So there's one spot left. Then we get our main event as we get Sanity versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne and the other semifinal of the Dusty Rose Classic. It breaks down. Pete Dunne takes out Alexander Wolf and Strong hits End of Heartache and then Pete Dunne tags in. Dunn and Strong hit like a double team version of the bitter end, and they get the win to advance to the finals to face Authors of Pain. Yeah, this was a really good match. It was a good match. I know. Eric Young elbow drop, thing of beauty. Right. And if only you got hey, to well, deal most of this during TNA. Right. And and Pete Dunn is a superstar, man, in the making. He's so yes. he's so mean and, and just like heel like to the max. I know. Brings a tear to my eye. (laughs) (laughs) So, in the back, Kathy Kelly, she's meeting with Regal. And he says that he has finalized the final participant in the North American title match at TakeOver. The door closes. The door opens again. And it's the King of Flight, Ricochet. And he says that he'll see us at TakeOver. It's going to be a great match. Yes, that match is going to be so fun. I'm excited. I'm just like, just don't hurt Ricochet. Right. <laughs> just don't hurt Ricochet. <laughs> just don't hurt Ricochet. <laughs> Lars, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Stay away. Hurt everyone else. Mm. But don't hurt Ricochet. Okay, so <laughs> you guys won't be able to be here next week when we play who you got for some of the stuff. I'm so, mad. So, right. so, so who you got? I should have said that, no. You should be like, no, nah, I don't want to be on tonight. In that, in that six man for the, the the NXT North American title. Let me go through the people again. We're going to have EC3, the Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, Adam Cole, Bebe, Killian Dane, and Ricochet. Angelina? Oh, I go first. Of course. I want to say Ricochet, of course, but I think that Lars is going to get it just because he's big and destroys everything he touches. Okay. Brandon? Well, I, I got to go Dream. No, he has a lot of momentum right now. The crowd is really behind him. Got to go Velveteen. E-R-E-A-M. All right. We'll get another one right here while you guys are here. We'll go for the two title matches at Mania. So, Brock. Lesnar and Roman. Angelina, who you got? Um, sadly, Brock. Not mm-hmm. by, you know, not because I'm actually want him to win. Okay. But I just feel like they're still gonna give him a run. 
All right, Brandon. I, I'm going. I'm going Roman, but again, he's gonna. Akam and Rizar is gonna help him. I don't see how he's gonna win without them helping them. Okay, and then the dream match: Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Angelina, who you got? I'm going with AJ Styles. All right, Brandon. Gotta gotta go with Shinsuke. It's his time. All right. So there's just a little preview of what next week's show will be about as Dee Dee Jonay will be uh, earning her secretary status as there will be 14 WrestleMania matches on this year's card. It's like a record, isn't it? I think so. How long do you think the ramp's going to be this year? <laughs> it won't be as nearly as long as it was last year, for Bruh. sure. Like, if they make it any longer, the Undertaker is just not going to have a match. He's going to say, fuck that. I'm not Your word. He's just going to pop up through the ring. Everybody should just get on, like, mopeds and shit. Like, just ride down. <laughs> and segways. Could you imagine how awesome that would be? Kind of like WrestleMania 3? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think is going to have the most fire entrance? Ooh. I know, right? Out of, like, uh, all? Like, yeah, everyone? yeah. Like, or, or who do you want entrance to be, like, you know, spectacular? Who do you expect entrance to be spectacular? I think Asuka. I think that's going to be, through. like, oh, my God. I don't know because last year Charlotte's was fucking bananas. Yeah, that was my favorite entrance last year. Oh, you think we're gonna see like the sperm again for RKO? For <laughs> little spermy, hilarious. Oh, that was funny. But no, I think Oscar. I think Oscar's gonna have a pretty rad entrance. Okay, because like everyone's like looking forward to her. Right. So. Right. I'm going Shinsuke again. I mean, yeah. they gotta pull out all the sounds for this guy. Like 18 yeah. violins and shit. Like yes. The orchestra. Dueling violence. The whole orchestra with violence just all over the place. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Next week will be our go home episode where we will be uh, reviewing the cards of NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania. Um, I might throw it out there for y'all to name out the uh, NXT TakeOver hashtag. I want to do something that's centric to New Orleans, but I don't have an idea that came to me fresh yet. So. Hmm. Yeah, I might throw that out on the Twitter machine this week and get... Put it out on the internet. The kids are all... It's all the rage. Yes. The kids will help us. We do have a hashtag for the Andre the Giant documentary that will be happening after SmackDown on April... I think that's April the 10th or April the 11th. It's the second Tuesday in in April. And um, that will be hashtag Dre Daycast. Yay. And everybody's celebrating. (laughs) Right. All right. So... At this point, I'm going to open it up to Miss Angelina for her thank yous and shout outs. I want to thank you guys as usual for having me. Even though I'm a hot mess, I appreciate y'all. Um, everyone on Twitter who makes the like live tweets, so much fun. You guys are awesome. Shout out yeah. to my girl, Laura Singh, the lost thing uh, relative. Because <laughs> I got her like to start watching again and I changed her life. Shout out to you, sis. <laughs> Um, what else? Didi, girl, I missed you today. Cause you know she usually like helps me out with the bay, you know, in the creep cast. You know, it's mm. my girl. We didn't do that today, did we? Not too no, much. Not, 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 not too much. Too much. A little bit of cakes here and there. Just, that was it. Yeah, we just glossed over all. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be back soon. Talk more shit. All right. Thank you for being able to join me tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon, your thank yous and shout outs. 
thank you, WrestleCast, as usual. Y'all guys are awesome. Um, let me give a shout-out to all my wrestling fans of color. Y'all know what it is. We make the fucking culture. You know what it is, again. Um, shout-out to my cousin, Shantabi. Shout-out to Jazz. Shout-out to um, Adriante. Um, everybody, you know? WrestleCast, what up? Nah, man. Thank you, Brandon, for always being in the live tweet, supporting, retweeting the shows and everything. Definitely appreciate it, man. Of course, of course. No problem, man. I'd like to give a shout out to both of my special co-hosts tonight, Angelina and Brandon. I'd like to give, gang, a, gang. give a shout out to the SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jone. Give a shout out call to Greg day. and Samuel. <laughs> give a shout out to the chairman for all the editing and all the work he's going to do after the show. Give a shout out to Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. Also give a shout out to Universal FanCom. So they're having this Universal FanCom next month, April 27th through 29th in Baltimore, Maryland, at the Baltimore, Maryland Convention Center. So you guys go visit UniversalFanCon.com for all your information. Tickets, um, I'm going to miss that this year. Who's going to be um, on the panels and everything like that. So you guys check that out. Go support, go support, go support. It'll be a really fun deal. Uh, check out Cast It Strong Style. We've got getting you guys uh, caught up on that. Uh, they had a really big event this past Sunday. They had a match of the year. Um, candidate, oh, yes. the Young Bucks versus the Golden Lovers. If you do a search for the What We're Watching hashtag, you will find a link to watch that match. It's about 45 minutes of some of the best action and storytelling you'll ever see in a wrestling match. So please check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Um, especially if you want to get he into... He didn't want to hit the one-winged angel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still glad about that, bro. Exactly. Yeah. It was basically uh, best friends fighting against each other in the story of one person feeling angry for, you know, feeling the angst and torn between doing damage to his friend and really hurting him to the other guy like, nah, don't take it easy on me. Treat me like you and anybody else. So it's really right. good. And that same energy. Yeah, it's it's really good. So check that out. Um, and then check out the podcast as well, Cast a Strong Style, me and Anwar Starwin. Uh, we talk about the events leading up to that. So um and that's pretty much all I've seen. I haven't been really keeping up with the uh the ROHs and the TNAs. There's really not been a lot of outside news going on for them. So apparently like, you know, TNA is like starting to get their shit together though and their ratings are coming Finally. up. So, you know, shout out to Don Callis and uh Scott Demore, and uh, so maybe if I can find some time on like a weekend or a long weekend or something, I'll check them out and see what they got going on. Because uh, they got, uh, I know I will be checking out the WrestleMania weekend. They're gonna have a joint joint with um, Lucha Underground that's gonna air on their Twitch channel, WrestleMania oh, weekend. Really? Yeah, so that should be pretty cool. Interesting. So yeah, one more thing to add to the, the gazillion events that are gonna be taking place WrestleMania <laughs> weekend. Right. So. Um, you know, find time. That's one more thing you could maybe add to your schedule if you have won't OD next weekend on a wrestling at all. So, it yep. sounds beautiful though, actually. Oh yeah, that sounds like it's Cause gonna be death. so fun. <laughs> Cause Cause of death. Death. Wrestling overdose. Wrestling overdose. <laughs> so everybody that's heading down to New Orleans in a couple of weeks, please be safe. Don't drink too much. If you do drink a lot, make sure that people around you aren't drinking as much. And they exactly, catch that Uber. Yeah. All my wrestle bays, please be safe, girls. Yes, please, please. Love you, wrestle bays. Call me, DM me. I'm lonely. Block them. Block them. <laughs> Block them now. All and, right. Just joking, ladies. I love y'all. <laughs> and so, <laughs> before the Queen of Spades, Angelina, Darth Kudo, Brandon, oh, 
I'm Don DeLaRente, and this has been episode 178 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. No lightning. No bells of terror. No undertaker. This is a match with no rules. Anything can happen and anyone can be here. Where are you? Undertaker! I know you're not deaf, you're just a coward. Night after night, city after city, sold out crowd after sold out crowd, they chant your name. get to be mysterious here silence is not an answer it's either yes or it's no I'm fine with no because I will go to Wrestlemania as a fan But get your eyes out of the back of your head and look at the energy when they chant yes, when they chant Undertaker, when they chant do something for God. have one week left one week that sums up your entire career you can do something or you can do nothing and if you do nothing you let me down sure as hell let Kane down But most importantly, you've made it crystal clear to every single person who has ever believed in The Undertaker that you do not care about them. You care only about yourself. I hope for the sake of all that is good inside this ring, I see you next week.